0: You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos.
1: Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. And I am super excited because I've got a very special guest on the line all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm actually a a fan of their their basketball team and their football team over there. I'm a huge uh, Panthers fan. Their basketball team always change names. So I don't know know what they're called at the moment, but I'm a, a fan of them. But more important, I'm a fan of this man. A little bit about this person. He's uh, he specializes in running paid advertising. So Facebook ads, YouTube ads for online course creators. Now there's a lot of experts out there running Facebook ads, right? But you know, some of them do it for higher ticket coaches. Some of them do them for e-commerce. Some of them just take on Eddie, Eddie idiot. Cause they want to make money for themselves, but this man's very specific. He'll only take on uh, online course creators, ideally low ticket as well. A couple of his stats, he had uh, one client who who sells a twenty seven dollar course, and he was able to get that client to generate one million dollars of revenue in five months with a twenty seven dollar course. Uh, he's also done something similar with a client with a forty nine dollar course, so it wasn't just a, a one off. He's done it many times with with many different uh, many different people. So anyway, without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mister Bashal Catterwell from ROS Partners. Bashal, how are you?
0: I am doing fantastic. That welcome message was just <laughs> amazing. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, you deserved it. And we'll even go off the bat if you're like, okay, you know, I'm not even going to listen to this podcast. I just want to hear how this guy did it. Uh I will put a link to Bashal's website down in the show notes, which is simply ROS partners. No, sorry. Actually, do you want to what's your website, Bashal, so I don't stuff it up?
0: R-O-A-S dot partners slash r-o-a-s hyphen king
1: awesome i'll put that in the show notes because there's a few dots and hyphens in that so i'll put that down in the (laughs) show notes i'll also put a link to Bashal's personal facebook profile if you want to check him out go and add him as a friend send him a dm check out his website see what he's done um but hey Bashal, i like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up have you got one for us
0: Yes, so there is a quote that I read every single day in the morning. It goes like this don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant.
1: Oh yes, love it. Expand that for me, Vishal. What does that mean to you?
0: Yeah, so what that means is waking up every day and you know, for me it can be like I'm making so much money from my clients and I don't just get comfortable looking at that money. I need to plan this every single day uh, so that I can rip that benefits month, two months, three months, six months, year, two years, five years down the line. Yes. So same for my clients, same for my business.
1: I love it because it's one of those things, right? Especially in the online course space, a lot of people come up, they're like, right, I'm launching my course in two weeks time. You know, what do I do? Sort of like, well, depends what you've been doing for the last three months, you know. If you spent the last (laughs) three months building your list and posting content, okay, hey, you're in the game. But if you haven't done that, you know, you're gone. And then it's same as like, same as fitness, right? Sort of like, okay, you know, I mean, you want to get in shape, exercising in one day is going to do absolutely nothing, right? But hey, if you exercise every single day for three months, hey, in three months time, then you might get the result. And not even like three months is an easy way to look at it. As you mentioned, one year, two years, five years, you know? You go to, uh, let's use this podcast as an example. You know, you might jump on this podcast here. You might get, well, you will get zero clients from it tomorrow because it's going to be at least a a week or or a couple of weeks until I even release it, right? So you Mm -hmm. might do this now, but that might get you a a client in a couple of weeks time or not even a couple of weeks, maybe uh, off the start, few people listen to it. No one does anything, but in a year's time, you know, someone searching on YouTube, you know, sell money, low ticket courses, Facebook ads. This comes up. Oh, I like this guy. Let me follow him and then a lead and a sale comes in there. It had nothing to do with what Bashal did a year ago. It's what he's doing today. So I, I love yep.
0: that. Um, 100%. All
1: right, let's get into it, Bashal. Let's say, you know, so actually, let me get my head a little bit around what you do. So is it only low ticket courses that um, you run your ads for? Is that right?
0: Yeah, only low ticket.
1: What's, uh, what sort of pricing is low ticket?
0: So I would say low ticket is anywhere less than 200 Yep. but mostly i'll prefer less than 97 okay if you yeah. are going after cold uh, i would prefer even less than 77 and 47.
1: love that and it's it's good what this is this this is why i'm so excited to have you on here because it's almost a lot of what the gurus say right a lot of the gurus like hey you got to put you got to sell your services for at least two thousand dollars you know that's what you need if, if you want to make money but a couple of the flaws i see with that is sort of like all right hold on that's all well and good if you're targeting your warm traffic. But if you're targeting a cold person, who the hell is going to pay $2,000 for someone that they've, they've never heard of, right? And, and yeah. I don't know what your funnel is. Maybe if you you know if they're watching a webinar, they're jumping on a call, okay, then maybe. But if it's like, hey, I just want someone to look at my ad, click the button, buy the thing right now, you know, $2,000, not many people are going to do that. But yeah. $200, okay, yeah, I might do that, you know? $97, I'm willing to blow that, you know, $47, man, I'll get that for sure. Even if it sucks, it's only $47. It was worth the, the risk, you know. So I, I yeah. love those um, examples there. So, all right, I'm going to hand it over to you, Bashar. Where do we start? Let's say, now, obviously, if someone wants to start running Facebook ads, the best thing they do is just reach out to you and, you know, get you to do it. <laughs> let's say they want to, you know, uh, muck around on themselves to start with. They've got a, whatever, a $100 course, let's say. What do do they do? What's the first thing they need to do on Facebook? Well, actually, let's go back a step. Do you prefer Facebook or YouTube?
0: Um, I prefer both. I use both of them as a supplement for each other to grow.
1: Okay, let's start. Let's do Facebook because I think most people listening to this will be more familiar. Where does someone start? They've never run Facebook ads before, but they've got a $97 course. What do they have to do?
0: The truth is it does not start with the Facebook it just starts with your offer, what do you have with your funnel. Facebook is very simple, I will tell you. Facebook is very simple. I would rather have a mediocre Facebook ads media buyer and a great funnel with a great offer than having a mediocre funnel, mediocre offer with a great media buyer.
1: Yes. Let So me it has sure. to start with
0: a funnel. Yes. And so offer.
1: Let, me, let me make sure I've got my head around that. If you don't have a good offer and you don't have a good funnel, you you can't just find someone who's an expert at Facebook ads and think they're going to solve all your problems. They probably won't even take you on. If you don't have a proven offer and you don't have a a, a funnel, it's probably not going to work, right? But let's say if you've got a good offer and you've got a good funnel, eh, you could even be a bit of an idiot. You'd probably just, as long as you somehow get it in front of the right people, you're going to get some traffic. And obviously, if you marry the two. You've got someone who's an expert on Facebook ads. They can look at it and be like, okay, great. This is a good offer. This is a good funnel. Yeah, I'm going to run the ads. So I, I love that there. So let's spend a minute there. Let's talk about probably the offer first. So what makes a great offer, Bashar? Say someone's got a $100 course. Is that a good offer? Or what does it depend on? What can they do? What can you tell us about the offer?
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, many things depends on. Depends on industry as well. So if you mm. are just another guru, well, not a guru, but if it's just a guy trying to help lose weight, then you're just like everybody else. There is nothing much you can do. But there is uh, this course called Reiki course, R-E-I-K-I, do you know what that is?
1: I've heard of it. It's um, uh, it's,
0: it's very, yeah, it's Reiki. Like a yoga it's, sort of thing or? It's it's related with the chakra or something. It's yeah. very niche and it's different. It's something that nobody has ever heard but people buy that course because it's not mainstream. Mm. It's, it's not like everywhere, like lose your weight, $27. <laughs> yes, yes. So it has to be different than, than what you have, like that you see normal every day on the Facebook ads. So, But that doesn't, doesn't mean that you want to make money with the fitness, lose weight thing. You can still do it, um, but you have to have a good idea, yes. a really good idea big
1: idea. Love it. Let's spend a minute there. So I love how you use that fitness example. Cause I work with a lot of uh, fitness trainers in my other uh, job, right. Or my mm-hmm. other business. And you know, it's like, if anyone just wants, Hey, I'm selling an online fitness course or an online weight loss course, they just don't get any traction. Right. But if it's yeah. like, um, Hey, you know, I help uh, women lose weight via the ketogenic diet oh, okay, the keto diet, I've never tried this before. Let me click there and see what that is, you know? Or I help women lose weight via intermittent fasting. Oh, intermittent fasting, I've never heard that before. Let me click there, you know? So even mm-hmm. though those, those courses that were weight loss, they may have mentioned the ketogenic or the, um, the intermittent fasting. By having that one point of difference or that one specialty, it gets the person to at least consider it, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. I've never heard of that before. But if it's something they've tried before, ah, weight loss, I've tried weight loss, it doesn't work. Online programs don't work, you know, but if you've got something (laughs) different, okay, love it. So is that the main part of the author, Bashal? something different?
0: Let's take a quick break.
1: iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below.
0: You can say that um, I have a client right now uh, in same weight loss, um, but she helps people with the hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. and we're making money at the front end. So it works. Like I said, I'm not saying the fitness industry won't work. That's just the way you can position it. It's how you differentiate it from the mass market. I love it. So, there's other thing that I want to touch base on the offer is also how you position it. So, you can say, mm-hmm. hey, it's $27, you get XYZ. Or you can say, hey, here is the $27 course. I want you to keep it. I'm not going to charge you, just put in a credit card. I want you to keep it after seven days. If you don't like it, just return it back. But if you don't do anything, we're going to charge $27. Love it. Most people are never going to contact you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because you feel like a tight ass, you know? It's like, oh, it's $27. Ah, you know, it's my fault. I didn't open it. You know what? I'll do it. (laughs) That is true.
0: Yeah. But they're going to sign up because they feel like they're getting it for free. Yeah. You see? Uh, we're not going to charge any card. So they're not going to see anything in the bank statement for seven days. Mm. So it's how you position it as well.
1: Yes, love that. Um, awesome. All right, cool. There's some good tips with the offer. You know, let's make it different and let's find a way to position it to make it a, a no-brainer. Now mm. the funnel. So let me get my head around this. When you refer to a funnel, Bashal, because there's many different variations of it, right? Are yeah. you talking about someone goes to a a, a, is it a sales page where they buy then and there or do they enter their email address and and opt in first and then see the sales page what's what what are your tips or what is that what does a standard funnel look like there to you
0: yeah so it depends on the price because if you're talking about 97 it can change based on if we're selling for 27 Mm. so i'll give you an example for 27 less than 47 if you have less than 47 then i'll run direct to the sales space gotcha Direct to the sales page. if they want to buy they go to the second page with the auto auto pays gotcha yep. And auto pays they will put in their name and email two-step auto form they'll buy the program over there
1: awesome okay but if it was a say 100 or a 200 then it would be enter your email in first and then we would follow up with emails is that right
0: uh, we can do that. We can have an opt-in and then uh, BSL and then um, make them buy the program.
1: Awesome. Okay. We can so-
0: also have an opt-in to a sales page as well in that situation too. So either way it works.
1: Gotcha. And let's say if we're running with, let's just say, is your preferred $47? Is that your, your favorite price point?
0: Uh, my preferred price point is 27. Uh, $27. But if you're selling to the core market, my preferred price is less than 47
1: Okay. Sorry. What's, what do you mean by selling to the core
0: market? Cold market. Uh, meaning- oh, cold market. Got cold, cold. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
1: So, yeah. all right. So cold market. All right. So let's just run with $27. So if you were selling a $27 core special, it would just go straight to the sales page. Yep. Someone would see a Facebook ad. Um, there's just a sales page there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And what do we need to put on, on that sales page?
0: So, of course, for that, you need to hire a copywriter. I cannot tell you everything here okay. <laughs> because it's it's going to be very detailed. Of course, um, you know, your customer problem, avatar, um, you know, what are their desire bonuses, like timers, all those things need to be there. Seal of guarantees, all those things need to be there. The main thing I'm concerned with is the upsells and downsell okay. and then the auto bump. Okay. That's okay. the main thing that I'm referring to when I say funnel.
1: Okay, gotcha. All right, so speak to us there, Bishal. So someone um, someone purchases a 27, someone goes to the cart, there's a $27 program there. Is there always an order bump?
0: Yeah, you, you always need to have auto bump. Um, always need to have auto bump. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you have a $27 offer, uh, you need to at least have one order bump around 17, 27 37 whatever price point you want to put in, at
1: least one auto bump. Gotcha. And just for the listeners in case they're not sure, and just so I can confirm, an auto bump is just a box that you can tick, right? They go to the yeah, cart. It's-, it's, it's you know, it says, hey, it's $27. And then underneath that, a lot of the book people do it, you know? So, like, hey, buy my book. Do you want the audio version as well? Just tick this box and they add on another 17 bucks or whatever it is. But it's on that one page. That's the difference between an auto bump and an upsell, right? The order bump is yep. on the page. The upsell, you actually need to, you know, enter your details. Then another little thing pops up, right?
0: For upsell, just a second. Someone's called.
1: Another client, right? Probably the million dollar client. <laughs> hey, give me another million dollars, <laughs> Michelle.
0: Um, for upsell, you don't have to put in any information. Once you buy the, well, once you buy the product, you go to the upsell page, the first upsell, and you just say yes or no. Like you don't have to put in any other information.
1: Gotcha. You now up upsell pricing same as the order bump 17 20 20 15 20 bucks?
0: It depends on. So it can it can go from anywhere from 67 to 97 to 197. Oh upsell. gotcha.
1: Okay. So the upsell is more expensive. The order bump is less. But then it go the upsell is the ascension model. Hey, you've bought this $27 course. Now do you want the $47 version or whatever it is? Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. And then the downsell, so that's if they say no. It's like, hey, yep, I'll buy the $27 one and upsell comes up for 50 bucks. Nah, I don't want that, you know, press no. But then another downsell might come up, which is, like, hey, you didn't want this for 47, but do you want this for a less price or for a you know, part split payment or whatever it may be?
0: Yeah, So downsell is basically, hey, if you don't want the $50, then you can take it for 10 payments
1: five dollars <laughs> yeah 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 gotcha awesome okay cool so that makes sense now I'm getting my head around this here now just let's say someone's like ah oh, think so let's say someone's like hey I've got all that but it's not tested so look I've got a sales page I've got an offer um, I've got an order bump I've got an upsell I've got a down but I just haven't tested it what would you recommend, Bishal? Should they go and try and test it organically first or should they go and throw some money on Facebook ads and see what happens? What, any, any guidelines there at all?
0: Yeah, so first of all, if you are creating a course, you need to have it based on something. Like mm. something has to, you have to know something is working to start creating a course. Like if you're just creating a course out of the you know, thin air, then mm. it's not going to work. It's like you have to have something basis. So I'll give you, for example, our clients, um, they, they did it in the past. So maybe if they're selling it weight loss, then they did it in the past, they got the They'll results and now, yeah. But if they, um, for, for music, if they're a producer, they were a producer in the past and now they want to help other producers. So they're basing it off of something. So um, in that situation, what I will do is I'll try to get some organic cells just yep. to get the cash flow yep. for the, you know, for that. But um, I actually don't know how to do organic for the low am courses. <laughs> gotcha. well, I'm well, not- let me put it this, well, let me, let me put that in a different way. Then
1: could you still use Facebook ads to test it? Could you be like, Hey, look, Bishal, I haven't done any organic stuff. I don't know what it is. I don't want to post in groups. I don't want to go on LinkedIn. You know, I'm happy to pay the money. I just, you know, can can you still do that? Being aware that, you know, look, the first few hundred, probably thousand, maybe a few thousand dollars may just blow testing the market. But you can still test like that, right?
0: You can still test like that. Uh, And I'll tell you, most gurus or agency will tell you, like, you need to spend at least 3000 before we know anything. Yeah, You don't have to. If you only spend $500, only spend $500, you will know. Yeah. You will know. You just need to have a good ads, uh, good copy, good videos and good images. If you have those in place, all you need is $500 and you will know.
1: Yes, love it. So let me just get my head around that. Um, If you've already got the funnel in place, you can get away with $500. If you've already tested, hey, it sells organically. I just need to get it to more people from $500, you can get it. But let's say you've got no data you may need to spend a couple thousand just to see what photos work, what copy works, what offer works. Is that what you're saying
0: there? Um, you may need to spend thousand dollars if you probably have, don't have anything at all, but um, okay. it does not take thousand dollars to be honest.
1: Oh, um, okay.
0: What I've seen is with the low ticket courses the con you don't have to convince them a lot. If it's, if it's a good mm. course, You'll
1: see the results
0: in like day or two in the Ask Manager. Yes.
1: Literally. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. That makes sense. So what? So what do we do there from there, Bishal? Let's say, you know, someone's like, all right, cool. I've got my offer. You know, I've tested it organically. You know, I've tested some upsells, some downsells. It's all sort of working. Now I want to start doing it on, on Facebook ads. Of course they should hire you, but let's say they don't, you know, whatever your books are full, whatever it may be. They want to have yeah. a crack on their own. Where do they start? what do they do?
0: So um, now if they figure out the ads, then it's time for them to put more money.
1: What about they haven't figured the ads out then so they've just made some sales organically and they know they want to start Facebook ads, but they they haven't run a Facebook ad before you know you know you, you jump on Facebook ads, you create an ad there's like ten different options is it conversion if is it lead gen? is it traffic? is it likes? you know where do we where do we start there?
0: Yeah so i will start with conversions and uh, directly optimizing for purchase and i understand that you don't have any purchase but i will explain you how facebook works now i'm going to get into a little um, pro tips here so you have a leads you have page view you have um, purchase you have complete registration you have add to cart, initial checkout um, what you need to understand is facebook knows who is going through your competitor's funnel and who is buying, because those people are landing on the thank you page and the purchase pixel fire every single time. So knowing that, knowing that Facebook knows exactly who are buying and who are not, you don't have to like get the leads and optimize for lead. You can directly optimize purchase, even though you don't have any data. Just optimize for purchase, put ad copies at least two copies, at least two headlines, at least two images, at least two videos, minimum to test with, and then directly run to the conversions, to the purchase.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So let me just summarize that for everyone listening. So what Bashal is saying is, it don't just run one ad. Don't just be like, all right, here's my copy. Here's my photo. Let's see who it goes. Bashal is saying, all right, write two different copies and test them. Also, have two different um, photos there and test them because one photo might get attention more. Also have two different videos there and test them. So you've got at least two, you've got four, eight, you've at least got, I think that's 12 ads running at once essentially. And then Facebook will sort of optimize it and you might be like, all right, so this photo and this copy is working the best. You know, I can turn these other ones off or, you know, in future, I know that I can just run this one here. Is that essentially what you're saying there?
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, you don't have to run twelve ads at, at one point. You can just start with um, six ads at one one point, and then after running for a couple of days, just duplicate them and add other six variations.
1: Gotcha. So you might, for example, you might um, just have the one copy, and then couple different images, couple different videos. Um, uh, yeah, a couple different images, a couple different videos, you know, run that and be like, all right, cool. You know, now I know which photos and videos work well. Let me duplicate it, but change the copy and see which copy works better. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So that part makes sense there. Um, the targeting, Bishal, any, any tips there? How do we make sure that we're, we're targeting people that are actually going to buy our stuff?
0: Yeah, so whenever I'm starting from brand new, uh, there's something called Facebook Power 5. So I'll explain it quickly what that is. Um, Power five includes customer email list lookalike. So if you already have a customer list, you can upload that and create a lookalike. Number two, it includes interest. So interest of people who like a product, who like a competitor's product, similar software or companies they like, so interest. Number three is behaviors. What are the behaviors? What are they looking at? So you can find those behaviors you might not find that for every industry, but you will definitely find the behaviors over there as well. And number four will be the lookalikes from engagements. Uh, what that means is people who engage with the Facebook page, people who engage with your Instagram, people who engage with your videos. So you can get a lookalike of those as well. So those are four. There is one more, which is not often used, used to work in the past, now it is not. So I'm deciding as an optional. No that is open, you don't even target anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like open, yep. no targeting. Yep. So right now, just leave the open. <laughs> we have four ad sets, four ad sets. One lookalike of email list, one lookalike of interest, well not lookalike, one, one. just interest is stacked, another behavior is stacked. Then last one will be lookalikes from engagements. So you will have four different Access, just all of them stack, completely stack them, auto mm-hmm. placements, and you can set your age, um, if people from 25 to 45 buy a program, then just set the age, and if women's are a customer, do the women, or if it's men, or if both of them, then just don't select anybody, just leave it open, so that is the power five, um, you completely stack everything in one, auto placements, and you leave the Facebook to the work.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So So let me get my head around that to make sure. (laughs) So let's say you start a campaign, right? You say, right, it's a conversion campaign. Do you run, is it just one ad set that has all of them in there? Your lookalike email, your interest, your behaviors, your lookalike engagement, or do you have a different ads or do you have four different ad sets with just one of those in each ad set?
0: Four different ads with one
1: of those. Okay. Awesome. Because then you can test as well. You can be like, well, hold on. These um, email list people look alike suck. I'm going to turn that off, but these interest people are pretty good. Let me keep running that there.
0: Yeah, 100%. Awesome. And I want to explain the idea behind this. Um, the idea behind this is you're going as broad as possible. You're, you're putting this wide net in the market to see which one works. Uh, if you, you might have probably have heard, like, people who live in North Carolina, people who wear hat, people who might like socks, like you don't want to narrow those downs. Like that's, that's not going to work. Facebook yeah. is very, very intelligent. Facebook knows who are in the market, who are not in the market. So what you want to do is you want to go after lookalike engagement, interest, lookalike email list. You're just putting a wide net and Facebook calls it power five and it really works. That's how we start in a brand new account. We don't, if we don't have any data. Gotcha. Yeah. All
1: right, cool. That makes sense. Now, question for you and your services, Bishal. let's say someone listening to this, they're like, okay, this all, all sounds good. But I don't know if I want to, you know, um, uh, come up with the copy on my own, come up with the photo on my own. If you are working with someone, do you come up with the photo and the copy? Do they come up with it? How does that sort of work?
0: So, um, for us, we're an agency, I have a team of designers, video editors, um, team of copywriters, so we do all the work. Um, in terms of sales copy, you'll probably need to hire a copywriter to write the sales copy, but in terms of ads, you can do it yourself. If you are not hiring agency and you don't have to budget, then yes, you don't have to hire them, but this is all you can do yourself.
1: Gotcha. So someone can have a crack on their own, they can write the copy, they can, you know, come up with an image their own, they can send someone to a sales page that, that has, you know, that they write the copy for there. Um, mm-hmm. If they're hiring your services though, Bashar, you'll obviously send them a questionnaire or something. And then your team will write the copy for the Facebook ad. Is that right? 100%. Awesome. And your team will come up with the design for the image. Is that right as well? Yes. Awesome. Um, but the sales page, your team won't do that. That's what the, um, the business or the course creator will have to do that side on their own.
0: Yeah. 100%.
1: Awesome. All right. Cool, man. That all makes sense. Uh, and on YouTube, is it similar with that? Does all that sort of, um, I guess, what are the differences then on YouTube? Can we just take that info and be like, all right, cool. As long as I have a good offer, as long as I have a good um, a funnel or a good sales page with the upsell and the downsell, uh, and let's assume one of them is a video, is it like, all right, cool, let's just run that same thing on, on YouTube, make some tweaks to the, the video if needs be. The targeting might be slightly different, but it's probably similar anyway. Is there any big differences between Facebook and YouTube?
0: Yes, there is a little bit. So <laughs> there's definitely a little bit of difference. Uh, the first thing is, what works on Facebook might not work for YouTube. You have to test it. Sometimes client be like, oh, this video is working on Facebook. Let's put it on YouTube. It does not work mm. because YouTube is a different platform. And the people in there are different people like yeah. They're there looking to educate themselves. Yep. Facebook, they're just wasting their time. <laughs> <laughs> in youtube it depends on how you target as well somebody might be in a buying mode right now based on what they're searching i want to lose weight mm. so they're in buying mode but if they're just like um looking for some company uh, that has nothing to do with the losing weight but it's similar then they're just in the market for nothing <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> they're just looking they're just looking so you can educate those people uh from just looking to kind of interested to Yes, I'm interested to buy. So it depends on what you're targeting as well. So I'm gonna jump into on YouTube strategy. That would be the most important one that everybody wants to use. That is target your competitors' traffic. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) in YouTube, um, give me your competitor's name. Do you have any competitors?
1: let's say um, to,
0: to or it can be for your clients or any, any other company that yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. target
1: awesome let's just say uh, I'm just going to say one of my friends to make it easy so let's say I've got my business fitness education online uh, and then I've got a friend Danny who runs a, a, a company called Axfit who's got quite a, a decent sized YouTube channel and she's got a, a similar audience to what I do
0: got it so you can literally select that YouTube channel boom mm. just run out to it all the videos, you can even exclude some videos from that channel that might, you might not like it, mm-hmm. but you can also put his company name, xfit.com or whatever it is, a dannyxfit.com and everybody who visited that website, I want to also add to those person.
1: Oh, so it doesn't just have to be the YouTube channel. It can be the website as well.
0: Yeah. So if, you know, I, if I can target anybody who is going to your website right now.
1: That's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's where we start. Uh, I call it the warm audiences um, mm. because it's not hot. They're mm. warm because they're looking for something. They're they're visiting a company's website. They're definitely interested. They know they know the problem, and they're aware of the solution that it exists. Love it. They have okay. not decided yet.
1: Okay. Question here, Bishal So YouTube is obviously very video based, right? Yeah. Does the course creator come up with the video on their own? Do you give them, say, if they were working with you, would you give them a script? Do they just have to come on come up on it on their own? What, how does that sort of work? Because that's, I haven't used much YouTube ads myself. I've used a lot of Facebook. Haven't used a lot of YouTube for that reason. I'm like, well, what do I say on this video? Where do I take it? What's the plan? <laughs> you know, how does that work if someone was to work with you as an agency?
0: Yeah, so we definitely give them the script. Okay. Uh, not word by word, but angle, uh, like what you do, what you say, um, in what part, what you say, but not one hundred percent exactly, like word by word that they can read off of. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. an angle.
1: It'll be fake anyway if you do that, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, you won't be... know the answers. They should be the expert on their what they do, you know.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. And then budgeting wise, is it similar? What you should spend the same on Facebook on YouTube? Is it more expensive on Facebook? Are leads more expensive on YouTube? What can you tell us there, Michelle?
0: Yeah. So first of all, don't compare the data directly from YouTube and Facebook, because I can tell you the cost per impression um, to sell the ads on YouTube is going to be a lot expensive. The cost per click is going to be expensive.
1: Wait, say that again. So cost per impression will be less expensive on YouTube? Is more
0: expensive.
1: Cost per impression is more expensive, okay. Yes, and cost per click is-, is more or less on YouTube?
0: Is more on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I never click anything on YouTube, never. No, by <laughs> Facebook, I click heaps.
0: Yeah, so it's expensive on YouTube, but here's the thing. We get cheaper CPA on YouTube. Because those whoever click, they end up buying most of them. Yeah, gotcha. So what's gonna happen is if you have hundred people come from YouTube to your page, then seven people might buy. But in the same case in Facebook, hundred people might come, but only three people might buy.
1: Yeah, gotcha.
0: So the CPA is gonna be a lot cheaper on YouTube. Okay, even
1: with so so let me ask this question here. Someone's like, right, you know, I've, I'm I'm just gonna use one. I'm gonna use one platform and I've got a $1,000. And my goal is just to make as many sales as possible. Would you make more sales on YouTube than Facebook? Is that what you're saying? Or in in the stats that you've seen?
0: I will start with Facebook. Okay. (laughs) Why why is that? Because it's easier to figure out with Facebook than on YouTube.
1: Yeah,
0: you have to have a good video. It's kind of very, 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 very important. Like Mm. that's That's the one thing, because like I said, in targeting, you can literally put your competitor's website and be like, that's who I'm going after and that's it. You know that's the audience. You don't have to like think hard for that. You need to figure out the videos and that's the hardest part on YouTube.
1: Yes, no, that makes sense. Um, Awesome. Cool, man. Well, hey, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about Facebook and and YouTube wise, Bashal. But there's a couple of questions I just always like to finish up with. Now, the first one is around mentors. So you're obviously now a mentor there for plenty of people that want to sell more of their courses. (laughs) I'm curious to hear who your mentors have been, Bashal, And it, it can either be a paid mentor, someone that you've paid money to a free mentor, someone that you haven't paid money to, but you follow them on social media, you watch their strategies, whatever, um, or a book that you've read that you recommend everyone that wants to sell more online courses should read.
0: Yeah. So my life changed uh, when I joined traffic and funnel. Mm. Do you know what that is? Do you know I'm a companies? huge
1: fan, but some of the listeners may not be. So let us know about what's traffic and funnels.
0: Yeah. So the reason why i do course creators why i work with course creators is because i was an employee there in traffic and funnel and they have the low ticket course they sell the low ticket course at the front end so they are selling four nine dollars seven dollars ninety seven dollars product and that's what i really learned how to sell these courses and i was spending about 400 to 500 thousand dollars per month on ads. Oof.
1: you'll learn a bit with but, that right
0: <laughs> yeah so i definitely i was there for um yeah, for a while and i I learned a lot. So, but I also followed Chris and Taylor. So they have been, I have joined their high ticket program as well. They have been a mentor. Um, I'm not in their program right now, but I still follow them, what they say, what they do. I see see it. So they're definitely one of my mentors and I'll definitely say they changed my life.
1: (laughs) And I recommend everyone following, go and follow Traffic and Funnels. They have yeah. got. Um, I don't even. Do they they don't have a group, do they? It's just a Facebook page.
0: They, they have a
1: Facebook group. group. They do as well. Okay, I might yeah, have to join do. that that group. But yeah, I, I see all their ads. You know, I um I love what they do, so yeah, I'm a huge fan there. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome. Right. Well, hey, Michelle. If someone's listening to this and they're like, "All right, you know, I want to make a million dollars in five months. I want to reach <laughs> this guy. Uh, where do we go? What's the next step?"
0: Yeah. So, uh, like Jonah said, you can message me on. Facebook, if you have any questions, but if you just want to check me out, then you can go to the website, which is ros king Awesome. Well, yes.
1: hey, Michelle, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. Is there mm. anything I should have asked you but didn't or anything um, you want to finish us off with?
0: Yeah, I want to finish off by saying that ads is not the important thing. Mm. Most time people think that I want to hire this awesome media buyer that's going to do the awesome job and everything's going to solve and I'm going to be on cloud and everything's going to be just amazing. The money's going to rain. No, it's not going to happen. If it starts with your offer and a funnel, if you don't have that, you can hire any media buyer you want. For. That's just what it is. So.
1: Yes. No, I agree with that. And even just even the way I look at it is, um, I guess, selling. It's like you need to be able to sell your thing like, facebook facebook ads will be able to get you in front of more people that's the goal mm-hmm. of facebook ads how can we get you in front of more people but if your offer is weak and your sales process is weak doesn't really matter how many people you get in front of right but if your yeah. offer is strong you know your sales process is strong okay now let's combine those two together so i'm glad you brought that up well hey michelle absolutely. thank you very much for your time
0: absolutely nice talking to you Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.